Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hey sis, welcome back to Girl Goodnight. I'm Return of Lamac, and every Sunday you can relax to binaural beats while I read you a melanated bedtime story. Tap into the show on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. All links will be in the episode description. Submit original work and future episode suggestions to girlgoodnightpodcast at gmail.com. Help your friends sleep in melanated peace. Girl, share the show and show us some love with a five-star rating and review. Tonight, we'll be reading Paper Heart, written by Keisha Irvin. Tune in to Paper Heart Chapter 1 to hear more about the author and a summary of the story. On last week's episode, Scotland finds out that Yaya is a true hater, and she finds out that the only two men she's ever loved are brothers. Now, close your eyes, take a deep breath, and sleep in melanated peace. She's a stranger. You and I have history, or don't you remember? Adele, rumor has it. Chapter 20 Scotland couldn't sleep at all that night. She tossed and turned the whole night through. She found herself staring absently into the dark, replaying the thought that Murda and Knight were brothers. She would have never thought that they would have even known each other, let alone be siblings. The two were complete opposites. They looked nothing alike, which meant they must have had different fathers. Their personalities were completely different. Murda was arrogant, selfish, inconsiderate, and often cruel. Knight, on the other hand, was compassionate, thoughtful, supportive, and loving. Scotland didn't know how she was going to deal with this. Knight was the love of her life. Although they'd only known each other for a short amount of time, she knew they were meant to be together forever. But when he learned that his little brother was her ex, he was going to leave her without a doubt. No man wanted to envision another man dicking his woman down, especially not his brother. She needed help sorting her mess out, so she called up her girls and told them that they had to have an emergency meeting. 
The following night, she and the girls met up at Friday's for dinner. Tootie was still in her work scrubs while the other girls were dressed casually cute. The four women sat inside a booth awaiting their food and the tea Scotland was about to spill. Girl, I'm about to tear these ribs up. Tootie licked her lips hungrily. What happened to your diet? Lachey asked. Girl, I got tired of feeling like I was near death every day. I had to eat something with a high calorie count. Tootie snorted with laughter. Bitch, I knew that shit wasn't gonna last, Yaya said arrogantly. Shut up, hater. Tootie waved her off. So, what's going on? Why was it so important that we meet tonight? Yaya questioned Scotland while taking a sip of her soda. I'm in trouble, y'all. Scotland's hands shook uncontrollably. What's new? Yaya griped. What the hell you do? You done fucked up with this man already? Lachey remarked. I ain't even got a chance to meet his brother yet. Speaking of his brother, that's the problem, Scotland said on the brink of tears. His brother? Lachey furrowed her brows confused. What his brother do? Tootie asked perplexed as well. Ruin my life? That's what he's done, Scotland responded. How? Yaya questioned, wishing she'd just spill the tea. Okay, so I'm at his mother's house yesterday for Thanksgiving and everything is going great. Now, mind you, the brother isn't there because him and Knight don't get along. I meet the rest of the family and they love me. We're getting along great and then it happened. Scotland paused for dramatic effect. What? Tootie asked on the edge of her seat. His sister sits next to me and starts showing me old family photos. As she's going through the pictures, I see a pic of Knight's little brother whose name is Omari when he was a kid. I'm looking at the picture and I'm like, I know this motherfucker from somewhere. Then the sister shows me a pic of Knight and the brother from a few years ago and I damn near faint. Why? Tell us, bitch, Lachey said, barely able to breathe. Knight's little brother, Omari? Well, we know this nigga. Omari is none other than murder, Scotland confessed. You lying, Tootie said in disbelief. Get the fuck out of here, Lachey gasped. Are you sure? Yaya asked, dancing with glee on the inside. I'm dead fucking sure, Scotland responded. Y'all, I was a wreck the rest of the night. I didn't know what to do. Hell, I still don't know what to do. Now I see why you called this emergency meeting, Lachey sat back stunned. That's some bullshit. Well, you know your relationship is over, right? Yaya gloated. That's why I need y'all help. I cannot lose this man, especially not behind some bullshit like this. Scotland was damn near about to cry. Maybe he'll understand, friend. Tootie tried to comfort her. You had no idea they were brothers, so it's not your fault. He can't be mad at you. Girl, bye, Yaya shook her head. It's a wrap. If he's a real nigga, he's gonna drop her ass as soon as he finds out because that shit goes against the code. Men are territorial. They like to put the woman they wife on a pedestal. Niggas love fucking with chicks that they know ain't nobody else had. So when he finds out that his brother not only used to fuck with his current bitch, but fucked her too, it's a wrap, Yaya declared. He ain't gonna want to be with her ass no more. He ain't gonna be able to get that shit out of his head. Think about it. Anytime he and Murder get into it, the first thing Murder gonna say is, that's why I fucked your bitch. 
Don't nobody want to deal with that shit. And he done left his fiance to be with her too? Man, it's really going to be over. Yaya laughed uncontrollably. Thanks for the encouragement, Scotland shot sarcastically. I'm just keeping it at 100 with you because I don't want you to get your hopes up. You going to tell him? Because I think you should, Tootie urged. Absolutely not, Yaya cut Scotland off before she could speak. Scotland, don't listen to her. If you want to keep your nigga, you better keep your damn mouth shut, she advised. You sure? Because I really don't want to lie tonight. I love him too much to do that to him, Scotland said unsure. Fuck love, Yaya retorted indignantly. You in survival mode right now, bitch. And besides, you ain't lying. Ain't nobody asked you shit, so you don't know shit. You got it? Scotland swallowed hard. The thought of losing Knight was like the thought of committing suicide. She didn't want to exist without him. He meant too much to her. She knew that telling him about murder was the right thing to do, but Yaya was right. What Knight didn't know wouldn't hurt him. He and murder didn't speak anyway. Scotland would have more than enough time to build up the courage to eventually tell him the truth. It just wouldn't be now. She was going to take Yaya's advice and keep her mouth shut. Everything in Knight's life was on an even keel. He was on cloud nine. Nothing was out of place or causing havoc to his frame of mind. His family adored Scotland like he knew they would. She was perfection in his eyes. He knew his family would see her the same way too. What Knight didn't know was that a love like they shared could never really exist. He was over the moon beyond the stars in love with her. She made him happy on every level. Scotland didn't give a fuck about material things or keeping up with the Joneses. She stayed in her lane and created her own path. She treated Knight with the utmost respect. She allowed him to be a man. She never tried to emasculate him. What he appreciated most about her was that even though he could afford to financially take care of her, Scotland wanted a career of her own. She'd been working tirelessly on her first novel. He loved what she'd come up with thus far. She was an amazing writer. The way she used her words to weave together a story was spellbinding. He had no idea why she hadn't pursued writing earlier in life. Being an author was her calling. She was naturally gifted at it. Knight knew she had a bestseller on her hands. The more confident she became in her writing skills, the more confident she became in fitting into his life. He was happy that he could show her that there was more to life than what was handed to her. Scotland now knew that whatever she wanted out of life, she had to fight for in order to get it. Knight sat at his desk going over his schedule for the day. Although he started hating coming to work every day, he loved his office. He put a lot of energy in making sure it represented him well. His walls were stark white. He had wooden floors. Behind his desk were three black and white photos and a long sleek table where his computer, phone, and other electronics sat. On his actual desk were several books, files, and paperwork. His office chair was black and weaved like a basket. Two black high back chairs sat in front of his desk. On the wall to his left were several photos of his family. He began responding to emails when he heard a light tap on his door. He looked up and found Lennon standing there. She was dressed in a red Donna Karen long sleeve cold shoulder dress. 
a black leather belt was wrapped around her waist, accentuating her curves. Her short pixie cut was perfectly styled in tiny ringlets, and her signature ruby red lipstick shone bright from her lips. None of that hid the fact that he could tell she'd been crying. Her eyes and cheeks were puffy. She looked miserable, more miserable than usual. Can I come in? She asked somberly. If you come to argue and start a bunch of nonsense, then no. Knight focused his attention back on his schedule. I didn't come here for that. I actually tried calling you during the holiday, but you didn't answer. Yeah, because I was with my girl and my family. Like I said, I'm not here to argue. I'm officially waving the white flag. I just need to talk to you for a minute. It's really important. Her voice shook slightly. Make it quick. Normally, Lennon wouldn't tolerate his brash attitude, but today she had no choice. Lennon closed the door behind her and took a seat opposite him. She sat on the edge of the chair and looked at night. He looked happier than ever, which pissed her off. How dare he be so happy without me, she thought. It bugged her that he could be happy with a ghetto piece of trash like Scotland. What could she possibly have that I don't, she wondered. But none of that mattered in the grand scheme of things. The news Lennon had for Knight was sure to rock his and Scotland's entire foundation. What is it? Talk. Knight sat back in his seat and glared at her. Listen, I know that I messed things up between us. Everything that happened was my fault. Lennon spoke softly. I see that now, but it's obviously too late. You damn right about that. I want you to know that I did love you though, Knight. I know I had a weird way of showing it, but I did love you. I still do love you, and I know that you don't love me anymore and that's fine. I just don't want it to be awkward between us. We have to work together and see each other every day, and I don't want any unnecessary tension. Me either, Knight agreed. You're the one that's been acting crazy. And I apologize for that. I accept your apology, Knight said after a pause. Good. That means a lot to me, especially since I'm pregnant with your child, Lennon said with ease. You're pregnant with what? Knight chuckled. I'm pregnant, Knight, Lennon said seriously. She was in fact pregnant, but Knight wasn't the father. Paul was. She told him about the pregnancy, but he flat out refused to leave his family. He and Maggie didn't have a prenup. If they were to get a divorce, she was sure to take half of his fortune. In Paul's mind, it was cheaper to keep her. He loved Lennon, but he couldn't risk his money or his career. Lennon agreed. She didn't want him to leave his family either. It wouldn't be in either of their best interests if he did. Her father would have a heart attack if he knew she was carrying on an affair with one of her white married co-workers. She had to keep the identity of her baby's father a secret. She figured that since she was so light, if the baby came out more on the white side, she'd be able to play it off because of her skin complexion. Soon she'd be showing and people would naturally assume that Knight was the father because of their prior engagement. Telling Knight he was the father was her only choice. Knight stopped laughing once he noticed that Lennon wasn't joking. Pissed, he hung his head back and willed himself not to scream. How far along are you? 
He finally asked. Three months. Fuck. Night thought. She wasn't lying. The last time he touched her was the morning he left to go to Miami, which was three months prior. Look, I don't want anything from you. I just thought you would want to know. Lennon stood up. I'm truly sorry for everything that has happened. She willed herself to cry. Suddenly, a stream of tears flowed from her eyes. Lennon grabbed a few tissues from off of Knight's desk and dabbed the tears away. I know it doesn't mean much now, but I really do love you, Knight. It hurts so bad knowing that you no longer feel the same. I know you care for Scotland, but she's practically a stranger. We had something real. Don't forget that. Anyway, at this point, I just want us to be great co-parents. You know how to reach me if you want to talk. She turned her back and headed towards the door. An evil smile traced the corners of her lips as she left out. By the stunned look on Knight's face, she knew she had him right where she wanted him. He believed every lie she told. Once again, like a phoenix rising from the ashes, Lennon Whitmore had pulled herself out of another debacle. Nothing or no one could stop her. She was invincible. I'm just saying you can do better. And I'll start hating only if you make me. Drake, Marvin's Room. Chapter 21. Kendrick Lamar's good kid Mad City CD played softly as night finished cooking dinner. He was preparing one of his favorite meals, shrimp and grits. Heavy cream, chicken broth, onions, green peppers, and garlic were just a few ingredients on the countertop. He and Scotland had barely spoken two words to each other since he'd come home from work. They both were enthralled in the secrets they were holding. After the bomb linen dropped, Knight spent the rest of the day in a deep trance. He thought when he left Lennon that he'd be able to start his life over with a clean slate. He wanted no parts of Lennon, but now he had to spend the rest of his life dealing with her. He didn't know how he was going to tell Scotland. She hated Lennon. She wouldn't be able to live with the fact that his ex-fiance was carrying his baby. Scotland was sure to bounce, and Knight honestly couldn't blame her if she did. From the moment they met, it was one drama-filled moment after the next. Nobody wanted to deal with that. Scotland had been through enough. She'd been so happy, he didn't want to take that away from her, but he vowed to never lie to her. Knight placed dinner on the kitchen island. Babe, dinner is ready, he announced. Okay, Scotland rose from the couch and walked slowly to the kitchen. Ever since she learned that Murda was Knight's brother, she'd barely been able to look him in the eyes. She now knew what it felt like to be Lennon every day. She felt like an evil snake keeping such a secret from him. She felt rotten to the core. She knew she was being selfish by not telling him, but the fear of losing him overwhelmed her. It kept her up at night. She hadn't been able to eat either. The secret and fear haunted her. Scotland washed her hands and sat down. Knight sat on the opposite side of the island. The energy between them had never been so awkward. Neither was able to look each other in the eye. They said grace and began to eat in silence. Knight scooped up a spoonful of grits. He stared off into space and swallowed it. Scotland took a sip of wine and held it in her mouth. 
It took her a minute to swallow because she was so deep in thought. She wanted so bad to open her mouth and spill the beans. The truth was right there on the tip of her tongue. She could tell him that Omari was her ex and let the chips fall where they may. She loved Knight dearly, but she'd be able to survive without him. At least she hoped so. Knight cleared his throat, which caught Scotland's attention. She immediately snapped back to reality and swallowed the wine. So, how was your day, she asked. Lynn is pregnant, Knight blurted out unexpectedly. What? Scotland repeated, losing grip of her wine glass. The glass fell to the floor and shattered. Wine and small pieces of glass splattered everywhere. She told me today. Knight tried to gauge her reaction. He knew that she wasn't going to take the news well. He expected for her to be shocked, but he couldn't tell if she was mad or not. Scotland had a blank expression on her face. She just sat there, frozen, stiff, staring at him. Say something, he urged frantically. Scotland sat quiet. She couldn't find the words to express how she was feeling. Here she was holding on to what she thought was a huge secret, and he was holding on to an even bigger secret. She hadn't seen this coming. She thought they'd gotten Lennon out of their lives. Now, she held an even bigger presence in their world. The first thought that came to Scotland's mind was that Knight had cheated on her. She was going to kill him. She was going to skin him alive if he had. How far along is she? She asked, barely speaking above a whisper. Three months. Knight's voice cracked. So she got pregnant right when we first started fucking around? Scotland put two and two together. Yeah. So the baby's yours. She blinked repeatedly, trying to come to terms with what she'd heard. Yeah. Knight hung his head ashamed. Mm. Scotland looked down at her hands. They were shaking uncontrollably. Her chest felt like it was about to cave in. With each breath she took, it was getting harder and harder for her to breathe. I need to step outside. She got up wearily from her chair. Where are you going? Knight asked, getting up as well. It's cold as hell outside. Scotland ignored him and headed towards the door. At that moment, she didn't give a fuck about anything. She didn't care that it was 20 degrees outside. She simply needed some air. Hold up, we need to talk about this, Knight followed behind her. Scotland ignored him and continued to walk. Scotland, he grabbed her arm, afraid that if she left out the door, she'd leave for good. You can't just run away. We gotta talk about this. I don't need to talk about shit. She spun around and shot him a look that could kill. This is your fucking problem, not mine. What the fuck you mean this is my problem? He threw her arm down. I'm not about to argue with you, Knight. Scotland turned and gave him her back. Y'all go ahead and be a happy fucking family. I don't even care. She threw up her hand tiredly. Learning that Lennon was pregnant on top of knowing that murder was his brother were all signs that their relationship wasn't meant to be. Yaya and Lennon were right. She'd always be the side bitch. He would always choose Lennon over her. It was only a matter of time before they got back together. What'd that mean? Knight questioned. It means I'm done. I'm not dealing with this shit. 
So that's it? Night got in her face. You just done? He questioned, flabbergasted. Yep, now move. Scotland pushed him out of her way and unlocked the door. The cold, crisp winter air hit her like a ton of bricks. Scotland welcomed the cold air. Snow covered the ground. Don't disrespect me and just walk away. Knight followed her outside. Don't disrespect you? Scotland looked at him like he was crazy. You got a whole baby on the way with another bitch, and you gonna tell me not to disrespect you? What, please? You got me fucked up. I'm not dealing with this shit with you. Been there, done that, and I ain't doing it no more. This is obviously a sign that we need to end this, so let's just end it now before shit gets worse. I can't believe you just want to end it like that. When shit get tough, you just want to bounce? So I guess all that shit you was talking about how much you love me was a bunch of bullshit. Night me mugged her. Oh, I love you, Scotland assured, folding her arms across her chest. Don't get it twisted. I'm just not down to have my heart ripped to shreds every time the wind blows. Nah, you couldn't love me. Because if you did, you wouldn't give up so easily. But if that's what you want to do, do it. I don't give a fuck. I ain't chasing nobody. Explain to me how you mad. You the one with a baby on the way with your ex, not me. Scotland quit furious. I understand that. But if I wanted to be with Lennon, I would be with Lennon. What about that don't you get? He barked. I don't want her. I want you. She's pregnant, and I understand that hurts you, but I can't change the past. I'm not going to abandon my child. You know how I was brought up. I would never do that to my kid. And I don't expect you to, Scotland yelled back. But I know me. I ain't going to be able to play mama to a baby that ain't mine, especially not a baby by a bitch like Lennon. I can't do it. I won't do it. We're supposed to have our first kid together. Her bottom lip quivered. I know. Knight scooped her up in his arms. But as you can see, life don't always go as you plan. God brought us together for a reason. We ain't going through all this shit for nothing. I told you, this is a forever thing. You may want to leave, but I ain't letting you go. We gonna figure this out. He held her in his arms and tried to calm her fears. I'm willing to do whatever it takes to keep you in my life. It was pitch black outside. Murda closed his eyes and laid his head on the headrest. A cold wind blew through the air, but it was toasty as hell on the inside of his car. He donned a black puffy coat with a fur hood. The heat was on, but the warm mouth wrapped around his dick was what really heated him up. He fully enjoyed the sensation of a wet, hot tongue stroking his dick as snowflakes fell from the sky. No one was outside. An eerie quietness swept through the block. The only sound he could hear were the slurping noises as he got his dick sucked. Murder gripped the back of Yaya's head and imagined that it was Scotland there with him instead of her. He missed the fuck out of her. She'd never gone this long without talking to him. He hit her up numerous times to no avail. She hadn't bothered to return his calls once. Maybe he'd done her dirty one too many times that she finally had enough, but Murder wasn't going to give up. Scotland was his, and she always would be. She was in her feelings extra hard, but with a little persuasion, whining and dining, he was sure she'd change her mind and be back on his team. In the meantime, he continued to occupy his time with Yaya. She seemed to like being Scotland's substitute. 
Yaya bobbed her head up and down. She relished the taste of his long caramel dick in her mouth. Murder tasted like the sweetest candy the world had ever created. Every chance she got to be in his presence, she took full advantage of it. For years, she'd been trying to secure a place inside his heart. The night she and the girls met him, Yaya was sure he would want to holler at her. To her surprise and dismay, he liked Scotland instead. She didn't understand exactly what it was he saw in her. Sure, Scotland was cute, but in Yaya's eyes, she looked 10 times better. She had a better body, prettier face, was smarter, and had more going for herself. With all that being said, everybody always saw something special in Scotland that caused her to win them over. Yaya looked at it as a pity thing. Everybody always felt sorry for her because she was adopted, but Yaya grew up with hardships too, and nobody ever felt sorry for her. Yaya was sick of it. She was the one who deserved the attention. She wanted a man to fawn over her like Murda and Knight did over Scotland. It was mind-boggling to her that Scotland could attract two niggas that were fine, had paper, and didn't mind spending it on her. She was sick of Scotland coming out on top. She was sick of her batting her eyes, flashing her megawatt smile, and getting exactly everything she wanted. It was Yaya's turn to have it all, and she was going to start with having murder all to herself. They'd been fucking around for nearly just as long as he and Scotland had been fucking around. When Scotland pissed him off, he came running to her. When he got tired of his other hoes, he came running to her. When he needed a sash spot, he used her crib. When he wanted to fuck or get his dick sucked, he hit her up. When he needed a third chick for a threesome, she was his chick of choice. Yaya was down for whatever. She hoped that eventually murder would see that she was the woman for him. Everything he needed in a woman was instilled in her. She didn't nag or complain. She let him be him. Yaya knew that niggas weren't shit. They were going to lie and cheat. She just had to play her position and play it well. She wouldn't stress him over seeing other chicks. All she cared about was him making her his main bitch. It was time for Murder to push Scotland to the side and make her his top priority. Yaya worked her wet tongue around the tip of his penis, then worked her way down to his shaft. The tip of his dick hit her tonsils. Coughing, she gagged on his dick. She tried to ease her way back up, but Murder kept her head there. He was on the brink of busting a gigantic nut. Drool slipped out of the corners of Yaya's mouth as she tried her hardest to breathe. Murder released his grip on her head and finally let her up for air. Yaya gasped for air and licked her lips. She loved when he got rough with her. You like that shit, huh? You want me to spit on it? She asked with glossy eyes. Mm-hmm. Murder pushed her head back down. Now was not the time to talk. He was right on the brink of nutting. Yaya swallowed his dick whole and worked her head up and down at a feverish pace. Suck that dick. Murder bit into his bottom lip. Make me come. Work that tongue. Yaya did exactly as she was told and continued to work her magic. Ooh, shit. I'm about to come. Murder massaged the back of her head. You ready to come, daddy? Yaya purred. Yeah, make me come, Scotland. Murder answered absentmindedly. Yaya paused. This nigga did not just say that. 
she thought. Why you stop? Murder tried to push her head back down. Did you just call me Scotland? She sat up straight. What you talking about? Murder grimaced, not in the mood for a bunch of questions. You just called me Scotland. No, I didn't. Yes, you did, Yaya challenged. Yo, you bugging. Come on, finish. My dick gonna get soft. Murder held his dangling dick in her hand. Nah, I'm good. Yaya shook her head, pissed. You serious? Yeah, Yaya replied with an attitude. Normally, she wouldn't have tripped, but she was over him obsessing over Scotland. She wasn't the one that held him down. She wasn't the one for him, and she was going to make sure he knew it. I don't know what the fuck done got into you tonight. Murder zipped up his jeans. You tripping. How you just not going to finish sucking my dick? That's some disrespectful ass shit right there. Yaya stared angrily out the window at the snow. She felt just as small as the snowflakes from the sky. The jealousy she had for Scotland consumed her. I can't believe that you just sat up there and called me that bitch name, she hissed. She a bitch now? Murder asked laughing, amused by her anger. That's your sister. You ain't shit. Yeah, she is a bitch. Yaya rolled her neck. You would be calling her a bitch too if you knew what I knew. Everybody think that she this Miss Goody Two-Shoes, but she's not. Scotland is just as scandalous as the rest of us, she spat. Damn, it's like that? I thought y'all were tight. She cool, Yaya shrugged dismissively. But we can't be that tight if I'm here with you. We've been kicking it now for almost two years, murder. I've been your ride or die bitch, but you too busy being stuck on stupid for her ass and she fucking your brother. Get the fuck out of here, murder cracked up laughing. Scotland don't even know my brother. She don't know nobody in my family. Have I ever lied to you? Yaya stared at him. Murder studied her face. Yaya wasn't joking around. She was being dead serious. Your brother's name is Knight, right? She arched her brow. How you know that? Murder screwed up his face. I told you. She's fucking your brother. Yaya ran down the whole entire story of how Scotland and Knight met. She told him how they moved in together and how she'd gone to his mother's house on Thanksgiving and learned they were brothers. She told him how she knew and still hadn't told Knight the truth. Murder couldn't believe his ears. He never brought any of his chicks around his family. He never brought any of his chicks around his family because he barely went to visit them himself. His brother didn't approve of his lifestyle and chose to love him from afar. Murder always felt like his mother loved Knight more than him. He was her golden child. He could do no wrong. Murder, on the other hand, was constantly in trouble. He stayed away from his mother because he hated the look of disappointment in her eyes when she looked at him. Murder would never measure up to Knight, and for that, he despised his brother. Knight had it all. Murder would be damned if he got Scotland too. So, my brother doesn't know? He asked with venom in his voice. No, and I told her not to tell him. Yaya verified. Cool. Are you still up? Girl, good night. Sick of being upsold at gyms? 
My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.